Support for this IPR podcast comes from Iowa Community Foundations, an initiative of the Iowa Council of Foundations, connecting donors to causes they care about. Details on the Endow Iowa Tax Credit Program at communityfoundations.org. Today is Tuesday. It is the 29th of August. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Voters in Warren County, south of the Des Moines metro, are headed to the polls today for a special election challenging the appointment of the interim county auditor. In June, the Warren County supervisor selected Republican David Whipple for the job overseeing elections. Democrats condemned the pick because of Facebook posts Whipple shared in 2020 that made false claims of fraud in the presidential vote. Whipple has said he does not believe the claims he shared and that he accepts the vote was valid. Democrat Kim Sheets is running to unseat Whipple. Sheets is the deputy Warren County auditor and a local government employee of 20 years. The winner of the special election will be on the ballot again for a full term in the 2024 general election. A new study has found a correlation between tear gas exposure and effects on the reproductive system. We hear more from IPR's Natalie Krebs. This study was conducted by Planned Parenthood North Central States and researchers at the University of Minnesota and published in Frontiers in Epidemiology. Researchers conducted a survey of more than 1,200 people nationwide following the protests over George Floyd's murder in 2020, where police routinely use chemicals against crowds like tear gas. Asha Hassan is a research manager and scientist for Planned Parenthood North Central States. 83% of our respondents to our survey experienced at least one adverse reproductive health outcome, including uterine cramping, early menstrual bleeding, breast tenderness, and delayed menstrual bleeding. Hassan calls this study an exploratory first step and says more research is needed into the connection between tear gas and reproductive health. Two Iowa deputies were cleared in the fatal shooting of a man after an investigation found he pointed a pellet gun at the deputies and thanked them after he was shot. The Iowa Attorney General's office found in a report released yesterday that Franklin County deputies Chase Wainity and Ben Bakersville were justified in the shooting of Matthew T.J. Davis on June 20th. The deputies were called by a woman who said her former partner was at her home in Sheffield and was drunk, armed with a gun and suicidal. The caller told a 911 dispatcher that Davis said he wanted to be shot by police. Deputies told Davis to drop the gun, but after he raised the weapon, Bakersville fired twice with a rifle. Republican Congressman Zach Nunn says his race for a second term in the U.S. House will get national attention. We recognize that we are in the most purple district in the state of Iowa. We recognize that we are in one of the most hotly contested seats nationwide. The latest data shows Democrats have a 7,700 voter registration edge over Republicans in the 3rd Congressional District. Last November, Nunn won Iowa's 3rd District seat in the U.S. House by finishing just 2,100 votes ahead of Democratic incumbent Cindy Axney. This summer, National Democrats began running online ads accusing Nunn of being part of the GOP's anti-abortion crusade. No Democrat has announced they plan to run against Nunn in 2024 yet. And last week's temperatures in Iowa averaged about 10 degrees above normal, and much of the state had little or no rainfall, which led to a substantial decline in crop conditions. The Iowa Capital Dispatch reports the share of the state's corn and soybeans that is rated good to excellent receded six percentage points in a week, which reversed the improvements earlier in the month. 
The weekly USDA crop report says about 54 percent of the state's corn crop is rated good to excellent. About 53 percent of soybeans have those designations. The ratings are among the worst of this growing season. Drought conditions are the worst they've been in more than a month. And that's according to a U.S. Drought Monitor report last week that did not fully take into account the heat streak. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. You can find this podcast wherever you subscribe to them. Thanks for listening. This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including above and beyond cancer.